This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. Well, let's shift our focus now to China. Mm, and China's Evergrande still making headlines. Uh, this after the firm said that there was no guarantee that it would have enough funds to meet debt repayments. We're going to be circling back to this story after a short hiatus because we had been talking about Evergrande every day. Mm. Uh, but for a while there, it wasn't in the headlines. It's back again. Another thing in the headlines, China's Securities Regulatory Commission possibly downplaying overseas delisting fears. Ah, uh, we also have the China-Taiwan tension. The question we're asking, could we call, could it be the cause of World War III? Um, we'll get some analysis right now from Tan Don Wei, China Bureau Chief at The Straits Times. Good morning, Don. Let's start off with uh, shares of China Evergrande Group tumbling 12% to an 11-year low yesterday. This after the firm said there was no guarantee it would have enough funds to meet debt repayments. And also after Chinese authorities on Friday said they would step in to help China Evergrande Group deal with its crisis. Mm, so, What's been done by the country's authorities in terms of helping Evergrande manage its risks? I mean, tell us more about whether you think more can be done and how this might unfold in the days and weeks to come. Hi, good morning. The authorities in Guangdong, where Evergrande is based, has stepped in to help as it became evident that Evergrande may not be able to make repayments on its debt, which amounts to $300 billion dollars. Evergrande has now set up a risk management committee comprising officials from state entities. So it looks like it is going through a restructuring that could involve different authorities trying to coordinate among themselves to keep projects going and perhaps helping to negotiate with creditors to help financing intact so these projects can be completed. Yesterday, China's central bank also announced that it would lower the reserve requirement ratio by 0.5 percentage points for banks, which is the amount of cash that they need to hold in reserve. And that will inject a liquidity of 1.2 trillion yuan into the market. There could be more policy easing next year to prevent the property sector from tanking and to stabilize the economy. Already yesterday, another developer, Sunshine 100, defaulted on a $170 million bond because of what it said were liquidity issues caused by the government's clampdown on excessive borrowing. And a few other ones are also in trouble. Now, Don, uh, China's securities watchdog also said over the weekend that it respects companies' choices on where to list their stock, while again denying reports of a possible ban on one method of overseas stock listings. Yeah, this is an interesting one. Uh, Don, is China's Securities Regulatory Commission uh, at the moment kind of downplaying overseas delisting fear after the stock plunge uh, recently? Why was there a need for CSRC to to step forward and, and even give these comments? There have been persistent reports about the Chinese authorities preventing companies from listing in the U.S. And so the China Securities Regulatory Commission clearly feels a need to come out and debunk this because obviously it looks bad on them. No one would have forgotten that just a year ago, the Chinese government dealt a heavy blow to Ant Group by scuppering its IPO, which would have been the biggest IPO in the world of all time. 
But data security has become a key issue for China. And the worry is that if Chinese companies list in the U.S., the data that's in their hands could somehow be compromised and leaked to the American authorities. And so we've seen a spate of regulations beefing up data protection. And it's been reported that Beijing is drafting regulations that would ban companies from listing on foreign stock exchanges through variable interest entities. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. We're on the line with Tan Don Wei, China Bureau Chief for The Straits Times. Uh, Don, final question uh, is uh, in regard to this exclusive interview with Sky News Australia. Taiwan Foreign Minister Joseph Wu issued a startling warning of the emerging military crisis with China. Now, according to Mr. Wu, China's expanding authoritarianism had a very serious impact on the global strategy and it could lead to World War III. Mm, some say this is a very worrying comment, but Don, really, to what extent could Mr. Wu's comment create more friction between the two countries to the extent of World War Three? Could it really happen? Well, there's been more and more talk of a war breaking out in recent years, and much of that is because of the more aggressive posture that Beijing has taken towards Taiwan. It has significantly ramped up its military exercises in the Taiwan Strait. And since 2019, President Xi Jinping has repeatedly signaled a tough position as well, saying that China doesn't rule out using military force in Taiwan if it declares independence. The U.S., since the Trump administration, has also signaled a greater support for Taiwan, which has in turn triggered a strong response from China. Clearly, China would not want to go to war because the stakes are much too high. But there are hawks within the Chinese military who have agitated for conflict because they believe the People's Liberation Army already has the capability to take Taiwan now, and also because they believe the U.S. would not want to be drawn into a war at this time. There is some expectation that if a conflict occurs, it could be caused by an accident or mishap. But at the recent summit between President Xi and President Joe Biden, Mr. Xi gave the assurance that he was patient and will work towards peaceful reunification with Taiwan. But he also said that military action is an option if push comes to shove. And President Biden in turn asked for assurance from Mr. Xi that the status quo will be kept. And Mr. Wu, in his interview, said too that the key is to maintain the status quo. All right, we've been speaking with Tan Donwei, China Bureau Chief for The Straits Times. Uh, appreciate your time. We'll catch up with you again next Tuesday. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.